And I'm Fitz. Uh, and I was holding in a yawn. That's why it took me a minute. That's okay. I pooped myself. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, we're going to be low energy, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to be the one that's higher energy than you today. Oh, that's a first. That will be a first. Give me a few minutes. I might get into it. Um... <laughs> What's cracking, folks? Yay, we're back again. With episode 41, and since we didn't say it last time, woohoo, a new decade! Yeah. Yeah, as soon as we quit recording, I was like, oh shit, we didn't mention that. Wow. We must be like professionals now, because it doesn't even, it's not even a big deal. Yeah, they say like a thousand hours of practice, and goddamn, we're getting close. <laughs> mm, not even close. <laughs> If you count all the time you've cut out, we're probably close to a quarter of the way there. And I mean, that's all the shit you've got to cut still, you know? Speaking of stuff I still have to cut, I told you earlier I finally got back to um, cutting Book Club. I got the first first episode of the second series of Book Club cut and done. Holy shit. I know. That fucked up. Yeah. Because, I mean, series one, all those episodes were like an hour and 15 minutes, right? Yeah. And aren't, isn't series two uncut like two hours and something? No. No? No, they're like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh. Uncut. I thought you told me before they were all over two hours, both of them. Um. Oh shit, is that a spoiler that it's only two episodes? I don't think so. Is it a spoiler? I mean, we told them what it was going to be, right? Yeah, I mean, did they really think we'd stretch that out for 20 episodes? <laughs> uh, yeah, what is that going to be again? Herbert West Reanimator by H.P. Lovecraft. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It reminded me, like, it's almost Halloween. I haven't read any Lovecraft this year. Well, I mean, you listen to us talk about it. Ain't that good enough? It kind of was. It actually, I actually like this one. Oh, the episode? Uh-huh. Did you not like the Star Wars ones? I did. I liked them. Uh, but I'm saying this one was more, was, there was more conversation and less just straight up recapping the book. Yeah, that's something we're going to work on as we go into the next longer series, because our next longer series, I think, didn't we talk about it, it's going to be like nine episodes instead of 19? Yeah. Yeah, we We're going to try to get through them a little quicker without being like... And then on line fucking six of page 32. Right. These are the words in order. Now shut up and listen as I read them. Right. Yeah. It's a learning curve. It's a learning process. We learned we fucked up. Series two is definitely a big improvement. That's good to hear. Because. Yep. So no more fucking bitching about goddamn book club, all right? We learned. We learned so hard that, like, we haven't put out a book club in... <laughs> <laughs> um, a while 
since May, hasn't it been, or what? Uh, April, maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. And these these episodes have been recorded for series two and three and four. Did we go through four too? Yeah. See, there's a lot of shit recorded that you fuckers ain't heard yet. Yep, there's shit that's recorded that I just found out today. I don't even fucking have anymore. <laughs> that, that's lost forever now because I thought it was done and it wasn't, and I deleted the source file. Well, fuck a duck. Oops. Oopsie. Don't worry, that that was only like fucking 15 minutes of bullshit. I was kind of hoping, well, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I, fuck it, I will. I was kind of hoping yeah. like all those uh, YouTube exclusives episodes, once we had enough to make a full episode, yeah, then put them together. Movie? Right. Because as we've learned, not many people go to YouTube for some reason. Yeah. Other than Sandy. Sandy says she listens to the shit there. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Which is good to see. We're almost up to a thousand views on YouTube, you know. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's not too bad. No. Oh, real quick, let's talk about this. We'll talk about it again at the end, but our new design. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah, we have a new shirt design. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. Uh-huh. I, as I've been teasing for a few episodes now where I was like, oh, maybe we'll have a new design. And I don't know, you might have just thought I was like fucking sniffing mercury or something, but. Well, yeah, that too, but. <laughs> But I, uh, I, I had a idea based on something really fucking lame that I said one time on Twitter. Uh huh. And I think we talked about it on the pod. Didn't yeah, we? we did. We talked about it on the homecoming bonus pod. That's right. Yeah. Because I was busting your balls about it on the way to the theater. Yeah, because as soon as we got down the street, I was like, "What'd you think of that?" <laughs> uh huh. And then I had to crush you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fuck you! I proved you wrong, didn't I? Kinda. Kinda, uh, but kinda yeah, did. It was like right around that time, if you were able to go back through Twitter, I I had started asking like, hey, is there anybody out there want to work that wants to work on a design? Because I had that idea. Yeah. Which I don't know if we said yet, but it's the Knights of Not Blitzdom. Yep, has its own official logo now, and it's way cooler than the uh, the actual Knights of Nerd Blitzdom concept. <laughs> 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 makes it way cooler than it actually is. Uh, yeah. And uh, that was done by at Looking Freight. If anybody knows the shit on my YouTube channel, she did um, Love and War, and I think it was called The End of Easter. Okay. She does damn good work, man. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. That's so much better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's better than I would have imagined it would be. <laughs> <laughs> based on my stupid little fucking phrase but so yeah go to redbubble you can get our shirt you can get that design on a shirt yeah or a notebook or a cup yep. mug or stickers i think yeah stickers too yep does doesn't that don't they have like throw pillows and shit dude you can get it on a fucking duvet oh <laughs> yeah you can get it on throw pillows and a fucking duvet and so you're telling me you can get it on a fucking duvet, but you can't get it on something as basic as a goddamn hat? I guess not. They don't offer hats, bro. That's retarded, man. Mm -hmm. I've said many times I just want our fucking logo on a hat. You can get it on a, a on a decorative acrylic block. You can get it on fucking metal art, too. Can you? They have metal yeah. art? Okay. Yeah, go... Which that sounds like we're starting to say, Metal art, man! But no. I think it's... 
we've got metal art on the Doom design. Oh, do I? I think you do, yeah. Oops. Because I was going through it and I was like, what the fuck is this? That's Oh, wow, that's weird. Because, yeah, there's like canvas prints and shit you can get. Yeah. I was like, fancy. You can get like uh, lounge pants with the design all over it, which actually wasn't that bad looking. Like pajama pants and shit? Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Dude, you should turn that on on all the designs. I might, now that, now that we're talking about it. Because it was on by default when I uploaded the, the Knights of Nerd Blitzdom. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'll turn that off. I'm only doing shirts and stuff. But I looked at it, I was like, you know, that doesn't actually look that bad. Yeah, that sounds like it would be fucking badass. Because, like, we had some one time that were like uh, Jim Beam or something. I mean, you know how basic that logo is oh yeah and even those looked cool so yeah i had some jack daniels ones a long time ago i loved them that might have been it jack daniel ones yeah, yeah. i think we got them at the fat dude shop at the fat dude shop yeah uh i think maybe i wasn't quite a fat dude back then i think i got it at a regular shop no a lot of my uh hawaiian shirts came from the fat dude shop that was in one of my not fat dude years <laughs> one of yeah, there's a there's a handful. I have none of those. Yeah, I have a, I well, have a I couple. Mean, when I was little, but that doesn't really count. Let's say like ninety one to ninety six. I wasn't so oh, bad. Oh, so when I was born. Yeah, and then like I don't know, <laughs> two thousand two to two thousand three. <laughs> and then when my grandma died and I had a nervous breakdown in two thousand five, I dropped a shit ton of weight real fast too. Oh. And I kept that off for a year or two, and then then I had a kid, and then and then it all fucking came on. And I was gonna say you got normal again. You was like, it was just like I give up. Yeah, I give up. I like taters with butter. Yeah. So now I'm, I've been doing uh, smoothies for breakfast. Pilates. No. <laughs> Although I wouldn't mind it. Uh, I've been thinking about yoga. Oh, you're gonna turn into a fucking hippie bitch on us now, huh? Yeah. I wanted to turn into a super limber dude that can suck his own dick. <laughs> Without having somebody push on your ass? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ew. My neck, my neck. Crack. Um, oh, shit. No. Um, uh, pull his pants up and let's leave. No, because I have lots of back problems and shit. I think it would help with my my back. All and kidding my... aside, yeah. Um, DDP, his... Uh... Yoga Jericho said it really helped him out. Yeah. And made it easier for him to get back in the ring full time. So, yeah, I believe it. But, again, it's one of those things I just don't have time for. Yeah, it's one of those things like, hey, I should do that. I'm not gonna, yeah. but I should. Then it's like, oh yeah, I have all this other shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 48 hours to cut of me talking to this loser. I guess fuck my health, right? Just let my body mind go to shit. So that I can wait on everybody else. Fix everybody wow. else's problems. What the fuck is going on up there? Oh. <laughs> she must be home from the store now. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I mean, did we want to talk about you finally getting old-er? I've been breaking your nuts for like six months being like, you're 44, right? And you're like, dude! Yeah, no, I'm actually 44 now. Yeah. Like the caliber, like the dirty, hairy gun. But you're not using magnums, right? You don't know me. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> did you have any drunken shenanigans you wanted to talk about? I uh, see. We're 
we're just spitballing this week, guys, because we do have some planned topics, but I'm too sick to give a fuck about um, finding a joke corner joke. Yeah, now. he's sick, and we've been off for a couple of weeks, so we're like out of it. We're out of yeah, the groove. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, you got any drunken shenanigans you wanted to talk about? Uh, not this year. Oh, okay, well. I don't get drunk good. every birthday, for fuck's sake. Well, I don't know. Some people, it's just like, it's my birthday, fuck you, I'm getting drunk. And then they play it straight the rest of the year. Nah. Nah, I Did get you... drunk when I feel like getting drunk. That's true, you get fucking shit-faced on your pink Zinfandel or whatever the fuck you were drinking. Pink Zinfandel? <laughs> Dude, when I was uh, when I was when I was eighteen, right out of, right after I graduated high school, the summer after I graduated, yeah. we uh, I I got a job at the uh, Renaissance. It was the Stouffer Concourse Hotel by the airport, the big black hotel. Okay. Um, now it's the Renaissance Hotel. I got a job in the banquet center. Hand or blow? Uh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my job was to take tickets at the cash bar for banquets. Okay. So you didn't exchange cash with the bartender. Okay. You people at the, when there was a cash bar, when it wasn't a, um, it was the stupidest fucking thing. I don't understand. I guess they did it. So the bartenders didn't have to make, didn't have to actually handle cash and stuff while they're serving drinks. Yeah. One less thing to worry about for them. Yeah. So they would, they would sit me in a table next to this, portable movable bar you know that they'd set up in the banquet hall okay and if it wasn't an open bar they they'd set me up there and the guests or whatever would have to come buy a drink ticket from me and depending on what they wanted it was a different color ticket so like a mixed drink was one color and beer was one color and wine was one color okay and they had all had different prices so i'd sit there literally at a little cocktail table with a fucking open cash drawer it was a fancy banquet place but at the same time, like, this whole setup was the most ghetto fucking thing you've ever seen. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking <laughs> school picnic or something. Yeah, they walked up and they'd, they'd give me the money, I'd give them the ticket, they'd take two steps to the left and hand the ticket to the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing. And I made, like, fucking $9 an hour or something doing Fuck, that. You can't beat that back in the day, then. <laughs> no, but it was like I worked, like, three hours a week, so it wasn't like I was oh, making a okay. shit ton of money. Yeah, that's um, like, what, 27 a week? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. What was I going with this? Oh, the Pink Zinfandel, Pink Zinfandel yeah. That's what all the women would always order was uh, Zinfandel, white Zinfandel. Okay. I love white Zinfandel. Like, everybody. And then one time they had a bridge tournament. Oh, okay, the old You know, the game. cards, yeah. And they had, uh, like, dollar margaritas. So it was like, it'd sit there for an hour and not sell anything because they were in the middle of a fucking hand. Yeah. And then they'd break. They'd have a break. And the fucking banquet hall doors would like bang open and like and fucking fuck, like a now. thousand yeah, like a thousand people would flood out into the hallway and everybody wanted a dollar margarita. Whoa. It was fucking nuts. Was it a bunch of old fucks like, I need to get shit traced to forget? No, it was like women. It was a bunch of oh, women. Well. Well, I mean, women can be old, too. They weren't, like, old, old. Oh. I also worked the coat check. The, my first my first night there was a bat mitzvah. Oh. And this, uh, dude, this is how stupid I was. Like, I didn't know what a bat mitzvah was. I thought they were saying bar mitzvah, but they were saying it fucked up. 
I didn't know there was a different. I didn't know there was a different thing for for girls. Everybody kept saying bat mitzvah, bat mitzvah. I'm like, it's a it's bar mitzvah. What the fuck are you saying? Do you have a do you have a fucking speech impediment or what? So I had to sit there and take everybody's coat and give them tickets and shit. Wow. Yeah, that sucked. That sucked. That that sucked that time because I wasn't even in the in the banquet hall. I was outside. So I was sitting out there by myself and like the party's going on in the other room and I'm sitting there like yeah, a so douche. Like fucking ice ice baby and you're uh-huh. like Uh-huh. Aw. I'm just staring at coats. <laughs> going through pockets looking for loose change. Oh no, you know I should have. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. You should not have. No. Probably not. No, that's not a good thing. Um, yeah, so that's fucked up. That was a weird story. I mean, that was, was that was a weird that was a weird tangent. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one of those uh alarming little side stories that yeah, that's no weird, strange. Yeah. You've got a lot of history, don't you? Yeah. Well as you said, I'm old. Yeah. So I saw uh, Bernie Federko there one time. Who? Oh, that's right. You don't know fucking sports. They had a um, a, a celebrity roast for um, it was the guy who you probably don't even know who this is, but <laughs> do you do you remember um, the old show DB's Delight? Say it again. DB's Delight. I do not. It was a game show, a kids game show that was filmed in St. Louis. Like when I was a kid, nope. Had and no the host, the host, there was two hosts. There was a, a real life live guy, and then there was a puppet. Okay. The puppet's name was DB. Okay. Well, the the live person host, uh, I forget what his name was, but I guess he was like a local personality or whatever. Well, they had a roast for him. Like this was back when I was like eight, nine, ten. So then, like ten years later, I'm working at Stouffer's, and they had a like a celebrity roast for this guy, for that guy. It was fucking crazy. Cause I'm sitting there and like Bernie Federico, who's like a hall of fame blues hockey player. And I was like, super, oh, super. In. Now, yeah. 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 And he, yeah. Okay, and he does okay. commercials and stuff. Okay. Um, see, I know stuff. If you fucking tell me a bit, <laughs> but, uh, he was there and fucking Joe Micheletti who was one of the announcers at the time. He was there. I think Brian Sutter was there, was the coach of the Blues at the time. Or, no, I think by then he was not the coach, but he was a longtime player. And he, so it was all these Blues players there and like um, some baseball players. I don't know. There was like some, there were like a lot of local personalities. Like there was some, there were some news guys. Old Cardinals players, the football Cardinals when they were still here, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There was a lot of, it was like the first time I was like, holy shit, like there's a famous person. (laughs) Because I was like, holy shit, there goes Bernie Federko. I can't fucking believe I'm in the same room with these guys. Yeah. So it kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it in 39, but that's sort of what it was like when, you know, at the con, I was like, holy shit, I've seen them on TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and like yeah. I said, I was like right in the peak of my hockey fandom. So it was like mm-hmm. even more, like if I saw him now, it would be like, if I mean, if I saw Fuck a blues you. player, a current blues player now, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But, you know, back then I was like, holy fuck, that's, uh, that's somebody important. You know, you just said that one time we were in a jewelry store. Yeah. And it was real loud in there. It's out there in like Kirkwood, Crestwood area. Okay. Not too long ago either. But we were, me and Ma were in there and it was real loud. And then all of a sudden this hush came over the room. 
And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Right behind me and Ma, Whitey Herzog had came in. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's cool. And when he walked in, everybody was like, (gasps) (laughs) and shit. And everybody starts murmuring and shit. And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't make him feel uncomfortable. Right. And then one time we were out at uh, Hollywood. And one yeah. of those fuckheads from uh, Channel 2 walked in and was like, holy shit, he's on TV. Yeah. I used, when I worked at Blockbuster, it was out in Bridgeton. Yeah. At the time, like, well, and there still are, like, some, not, like, real expensive houses, but there's some nice little subdivisions and stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Like, semi-famous people would live there, you know, like, news people and stuff. Like, um, like there's a, there's a few people who have been on the news, like, anchors and weathermen and stuff that live... Or have lived, like, in that area. Yeah. Fucking Rich Gould used to come in all the time with his kids. That sports guy from... Uh... Oh, Eleven. Oh, he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah, uh... He's a fucking super dickhead. We've been told that a few times, and if you look at him, he kind of looks like it. Oh, he's a fucking asshole. He I comes think in and Rocky he thinks... Madden. That was the dude that came into Hollywood. But anywho, back to what you were saying. Yeah, oh, he was a dick. Like he was, uh, he was real, like, like had a cocky swagger and was like, mm-hmm. kind of like that, that, do you know who I am? Kind of attitude, you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I fucking know who you are, you fucking piece of shit. You're a fucking local sportscaster. Who gives a fuck? Uh huh. You didn't, you don't even call games, you fucking loser. You're not even like on the big networks. You're on fucking Channel 11, dude. Yeah, you're on Channel 11 being like, guess who won tonight? With your big old bloated toad face. But uh, <laughs> he would be perfect for uh, Umbridge in the Harry Potter movies because he does look like a toad. The other thing that used to blow my mind was uh, at the time, this was like 96, 97, 98, the quarterback for the Rams was Tony Banks. Okay. And he was like super shitty. He used to come in there all the time, too. He lived like right up the street in Bridgeton. Huh. Yeah. So he used to come was- in every once in a while. I was like, that's what a fucking NFL quarterback looks like. Because he wasn't, he wasn't like a whole lot taller than me, maybe an inch. Yeah, no. And he was like super, like thin. I mean, he was athletic and yeah. a little muscularly, you know. But it didn't look like, oh, look, there's a football player, you know. Yeah, quarterbacks are the pussies of the team, though. And before anybody gets shitty, I always played quarterback, so that tells you all you need to know. Well, I mean, everybody knows the quarterbacks usually the smaller, not smaller, but like when you think about like big, impressively sized football players you're you're talking about linemen you're not talking about uh-huh. like yeah you're not even really talking about like receivers they're they're not like super intimidating either but it's the no. linemen that are like the fucking 400 pound yeah built like a brick shit house yeah. yeah but uh but yeah it was just weird and that motherfucker used to he used to like keep movies for like months and then like we'd have to send him like collection letters and shit and then eventually, like, maybe his girlfriend would come in and pay for But it would be, like, hundreds of dollars in late fees, dude. It was crazy. Well, I mean... And he'd be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Dude, he liked Navy SEALs. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it was usually, like, his girlfriend or his... I don't know if it was his girlfriend or his wife was the one that would usually come in and rent. But every once in a while, he'd come in and it'd be like, oh, fuck, that's actually him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! That's actually that's uh-huh. funny. Uh, yeah. So one time when I was working the cash bar at the 
thing they there was a couple times I got to work like really cool shit like um one time it was a jazz festival or or something so there were like lots of different jazz bands that played so I got to sit in the room next to the bar while like all this all this jazz music was being played on stage it was pretty fucking cool and one time it was like a ballroom dancing competition so I got yeah. to see these fucking people like do some crazy ballroom dancing shit. It was kind of crazy. You got to see dudes throwing chicks around their heads and shit. Yeah, it was fucked up. I was like, "Whoa, that's fucking cool." And once it was, uh, once it was like the uh, they they had like a a weekend or a whatever pool tournament or like some kind of pool championships or something. So I worked the cash bar one night at the the awards ceremony at the end of the tournament. Like they were giving out the awards and shit. They were like giving out people like these expensive like pool cues and shit for like awards and stuff then like trophies and like other kind of shit but that was kind of cool but then when it was over i thought i was done for the night i was like oh that's cool uh, i guess i'll go home and they were like oh no we're going into the back rooms um into the smaller banquet conference rooms like in the back because they had pool tables set up in these rooms and like all the people who had been in the tournament now got to go back to these rooms and they made you watch them fuck <laughs> no not quite that bad. I got to watch them. I got to watch them like just hang out and shoot pool with each other and like drink and so that was kind of fucking fun and cool. This is probably like the fucking most boring episode ever. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think that's probably going to be the title. The worst episode <laughs> ever. Most boring episode ever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I went down this uh this weird memory trail and i don't want to stop you but i know i don't know they just these i haven't thought about this in a long time they just keep popping in my head all because i said fucking pink zinfandel yeah and this one time i worked somebody's christmas party and you saw a titty no this dude had to be thrown out like some of the servers had to go out and fucking like manhandle this guy out because he was getting all rough with his girlfriend oh classy. yeah yeah but he was fucking wasted dude he was one of those he looked like the fucking singer from Thin Lizzy. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he was like all, he was getting all sloppy drunk and he was like crying and shit and like trying to, I don't know if he was hitting on this girl, if he was actually, it was actually his girlfriend and they were like fighting or something, but he was like getting all fucking weepy and shit. Then he came up and he's trying to buy another drink. Yeah. He's like trying to buy another drink from me and he's like, I gave him the ticket and he like just threw the money. He's like, you're taking it. He's all fucked up. He t- threw his money at me and shit. I'm like, yeah, you need something more to drink. Fucking A. After we broke down and, and not, not broke down, but after we put the bar away and I was in the back counting my money so that I could cash out or whatever, or, you know, close out. Yeah. I was in the manager's office counting my money and like some of the servers came in and they're like, there's like commotion out there and there's like a fight or some shit i don't know they had to go out and like yeah some of the servers had to like restrain this guy and it was fucking crazy did were they dressed in like those typical like waiter yeah like white coats and shit yeah yeah and little bow ties yeah (laughs) it was funny Uh, dude those guys those people were fucking degenerates they were all kind of degenerates you know every time we've talked about like some of your former jobs you generally say Oh, God, the people I worked with, they were fucking degenerates, dude. When I worked at the warehouse, um, the yeah. second time, the first time it was just like normal. Uh, it was like Jim and Molly and my other friend and my other friend's friend. And like we all knew each other, like the people who worked there. There were yeah. there were a few few people that were, we like got to be friends with there. But they were all pretty normal. We were all like in our early 20s. So, yeah, we drank and fucked around and you know 
that that kind of shit, you know, outside of work or whatever. But we weren't like criminals, okay? But then, like yeah. the the second time when I came back to work there after I had worked at Blockbuster for a few years and I came back, dude, there were like legitimate questionable people working there. <laughs> like, like the one dude, this one Mexican dude was like talking about finding like they'd all go out to the parking lot at lunch and get high and come back yeah. and then. The guy's like talking about fucking uh, finding weed stashed in his car. Like he bought a car from somebody and there was like supposedly drugs under the seat or something. I don't know. It was fucked up. They were all really sketchy. Yeah. The type that's like, hey kid, you want to see a body? Yeah. But I mean, they were all young. They weren't, they weren't old. They weren't old and grizzled yet. But yeah. Like, they were still young. The future coming. Oh yeah. I mean, they were definitely, yeah. Unlike the time that I worked I did like a temp job with my dad. Yeah. My dad worked at a screw machine shop where a what? they, a screw machine, like where you put in like a steel rod in this machine and it spits out metal parts. Oh, okay. So that like they would, they would make like, like these aluminum tubes for, uh, airbags. So like the, the thing that the airbag is inside of inside your steering column. Yeah. There's like a, it's like a metal tube. They yeah. would make those. Like, that was one of the things they made. They'd have these big contracts with car makers to make these parts. Yeah. Well, they had a bunch of, uh, I think they were defective parts or rejects or something. Or maybe they weren't. Maybe they were Maybe they were good ones and they just needed them packed up quick. But they had just, like, thousands of these metal tubes. And they had a temp job where me and Jim, <laughs> we went to this warehouse where they had all these tubes and what we had to do was sort them by size because there were different size, different length tubes, you know? Yeah. And so it was like this shit job where all we did was sort these tubes and put them into, put them into boxes by size. That sounds boring as fuck. It was pretty boring. And it was, um, it was, it was only supposed to last like, it was supposed to last like a week of eight hour days. And we got it done in like three fucking days, but uh, so and everybody and, and, and no, huh? No, so we were just done. No, we were just time? done. No, oh. no. I think we got paid regardless of how long it took. I think I think oh, the okay. I think the the pay was the same whether it took ten days or or whatever, or maybe not. Maybe we did get paid by the hour, and that's why they were so happy that we got done that fast. But it wasn't just me and Jim. They hired other temps to do it, other day laborers, like literally day laborers, like. They pulled up at Home Depot and was like, get in. Not that bad, but... Okay. Um, Like, the one dude was like... He looked like fucking, like, Sam Elliott or something. He was, like, all old and grizzled and, like, looked like a fucking hobo. And turns out, he was a fucking hobo. <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> said he literally would hop on a train and ride to another town, get off, and do do jobs like this to earn money to get drunk to get to the next town and then get to the next town. Yeah. I was like, what the wow. fuck dude, this guy could kill us all. Yeah. But see, part of me is like, that's the type of dude that I would want to sit down and talk to. I don't know, dude. I, uh, yeah. I mean, now maybe, I but, feel like he but would back then I was like, of stories. yeah, but back then I was like, Oh my God, this guy's a fucking, this, this guy could be a serial killer. So yeah, that's, um, and it's weird because the that hotel that I worked the cash bar at. Yeah. Let's see. It would have been like it was probably another. I don't know. I'm not sure how much. Twenty years almost. Probably later. That main ballroom, which was actually it was where I just had my high school prom at too. My our senior prom was there. 
Oh, okay. So I was working in like the ballrooms and stuff where I just a year before had felt a boob for the first time. Yeah, right. My own. <laughs> but no, that's where the problem was. But then like about 20 years later would be that's where my first ghetto con was. I was going to say if it comes around like that, that'll be awesome. Yeah, that's where my first ghetto con was and the spot in the ballroom where where half the time I would have my table set up like back in the corners uh-huh. and stuff was pretty close to where Peter Mayhew's table was when I met him. So it was kind of fucking awesome. weird. I was like, oh my God, this is so bizarre. That's fucking cool. Yeah. A real fucking closing the loop type of thing. Which works out well because the next thing we were going to talk about was the Han Solo movie. Yeah. That was one of our uh, actual planned topics before I def- yeah, took I this on a say, fucking joyride across the... route to get to fucking the Han title, <laughs> isn't it? That's, yeah. <laughs> and an, un, an unintentional detour that somehow managed to come back to where we wanted it to be. In a perfect way, yeah. And again, all sparked by me saying Pink Zinfandel. Yeah. <laughs> so be careful what the fuck you say, dude. Yeah, I mean, that goes for both of us, to be honest. <laughs> um, So yeah, um, by the time this comes out, like six months ago, they announced the title for the Han Solo movie. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, and oh boy, what a big shocking surprise it was. Yeah, what a letdown it was. I mean, surprise it was. Well, they kind of, uh, if you think about it, they kind of gave it away, like, all along. Cause they, by calling it Red Cup? By calling the, yeah, the shooting name was Red Cup, which yeah. obviously is Solo. The thing that fucking gets me about it, though, I listened to our Rogue One show. Yeah. Again, and our, us talking about that and the fallout from that. And how all the sources at the time were saying, oh, they're not oh, going to yeah. use that a Star Wars story thing. Right, they were supposedly how... going to drop that. Uh-huh, because everybody hated it. And the other thing was how all the sources at the time were saying, Disney is really looking at the old novels, like the Brian Daly novels and the um, A.C. Crispin novels, and they're wanting to name it something that feels like an old B-movie type. Yeah, so it would be like like Han Han Solo Solo and dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Han Solo at Star's End or something like that. Han Solo and the Rebel Dawn, something like that. Right. Turns out they were all fucking wrong. Yep. And so, and the the title that was actually leaked a few weeks ago is actually the one they just announced. So, remember they had that rumor a couple weeks ago that was was just going to be Solo? Yeah, I remember. And everybody was like, no way, are they going to just name it that? That's so fucking lame. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? They made it even lamer because they called it a Star Wars story also. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean... I mean, it's fine, but it's just not like... Uh, no, it's not, uh, it's not it's sexy not or exciting at all, really. Yeah. I mean, if they had called it Han Solo, I could get behind that, but just Solo is like the fuck is that supposed to mean man it didn't it didn't occur to me till just now but solo is a fucking shitty straight to video mario van peebles movie from the 90s so do you think it might be sort of a tribute to that probably yeah it's probably a remake they're, they're probably just gonna use the same I didn't story mean that, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> no it's but not I mean, no it's not a tribute it's just well one of the rumors i've heard is i mean and when Lord and Miller were on it, it's like, this was going to be a fun throwback to, like, B-movies and shit. Nah, it's totally unrelated. It's just, I just thought of that right now. It was like, oh shit, that there was that movie. Because 
even at the time i was like when that movie came out i was like oh that's what gross they're using uh, no i was just like oh that's gross they're using solo like it, it even back then it made me think han solo and i'm like oh yeah. that sucks there's that sucks they're not making any star wars movies but they'll let this fuckhead make a movie and call it solo <laughs> that has absolutely nothing to do with star wars or han solo yeah i mean i was underwhelmed i'm i don't really like it yeah i mean i guess i don't care it just doesn't it was like i was getting excited and more excited and more excited by all the set picks that ron howard had been putting out i was yeah. like i was like getting more and more excited every time they announced something or showed something and then this they showed this and i was like oh meh the thing that i'm really wondering about because again we talked about it last year um they basically gave up on the star wars story thing in like marketing type stuff yeah because like i said i've got a shirt that says star wars rogue one doesn't say rogue one a star wars story it's star wars rogue one yeah so in the marketing for like shirts and toys and shit, are they just gonna call this Star Wars Solo? Hmm. Cause that'll be pretty fucking dumb, dude. Yeah, it's not great. Unless I don't know, like, did, wasn't it Bob Iger? Somebody said in this movie you're gonna find out how Sol how Han Solo got his name, and everybody was like, oh, he means he it's how he made his name as a as a smuggler or whatever, you know, not actually how he got the name Solo. Yeah. But what if it is? What if that's but why they're calling it Solo? I think they did officially debunk that they, it's not... He's He doesn't have a different name. He is yeah, Han Yeah, he is Solo. Han Solo, yeah. I think, yeah, they did officially debunk that, but, I mean, that would be... Yeah, but maybe maybe that's why they're, they're calling it Solo is because that's, like, a big part of the movie is, like, all these people finding out who this guy... Like, him making a name. Yeah. You know, and everybody's like, Solo, who the fuck is that, you know? Yeah. Who's this solo that keeps fucking up our shit? I would like to see it follow the route of those AC Crispin novels because those were set before the OT and I think the Brian Daly novels were set after episode 4, weren't they? No. No? Nope. Okay. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so cuz they they don't mention they don't mention anything to do with the empire or the rebellion or anything. Like they don't no, nothing like that is mentioned, so I, I'm pretty sure it's before. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I think those kind of wove themselves throughout that the AC Crispin novels, because I think there was a couple. Did he fucking reference I, them? I feel like, I feel like there was one that was set, like just before or during episode four or something. Hmm. But I don't know. But what'd you say? Do you think they'll reference them? No, I said, did he reference them to that AC Crispin? That's a chick, by the way. Oh. And she's dead, by the way. Oh, that's a bummer. It is, because, like, way based to, on those, like, goddamn, this broad needs to do more. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of what we do around here. Yeah. I, She didn't, like, straight up reference them, but I think what she did was, like, um, there were passages where... She would write, like, a paragraph about Han went off to this system to do something for a couple months, and then he came back to the Smuggler's Moon. So it would kind of basically just throw to that and be like, Motherfucker, if you want to know that story, go read that book. Yeah. Shut and up, dude. Did, did they come back? Did she have, she had a Smuggler's Moon that actually was called Smuggler's Moon? That was the nickname for the planet? Oh, or fucking the moon or no whatever. way, dude. But when I used, um, when I used to run, uh, Star Wars 
role playing games. We had a I made a Smuggler's Moon. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's where uh, Han started working for the Huts and shit. But that was pretty cool that concept in those books because, like I talked about when I was reading them, they had sort of built up this little community of smugglers and shit. And like there was a Corellia section. That's where Han stayed. Yeah. And that's where he met Boba Fett. And then there was a cool bit, like, there was this garage where all of the smugglers would go to get their ships worked on and work on their ships. Yeah. And they kind of ran into each other that way, and it was pretty cool. Huh. I would, I do, I highly recommend those A.C. Crispin novels. I I did, I remember reading those Brian Daly novels now, but to me they felt a little, like, just random sci-fi with some Star Wars shit thrown in. Oh yeah, they were. They this they were pre like official expanded universe or anything. It was Yeah. You know, it was like in the time of it was in the time of like Splinters and Splinter in the Mind's Eye and stuff. Like they were written before I don't even think Empire Strikes Back came out yet. Or maybe oh, maybe okay. it had. I'm trying to think what know. year they were. They might have been eighty three. Thinking about it, it kinda reminds me of uh we've talked about these back on my site. Um of the old Marvel comics, that's what—that's the feel they had. It's just like, yeah, kind of like we don't know what to do shit. with this, but here's a story yeah. that we can just drop this guy in the middle of, and it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's like yeah. we've got a sandbox. We don't know the rules per se, but fuck it, try this. Right. And that's how those um, Lando stories were too, which I didn't really dig on those. Too yeah, I didn't even finish the first Lando book. Yeah, I, I got I like we talked about it before. I got to the part where the fucking wizard shows up and like. Yeah. Throws a smoke bomb or some shit. And I'm like, yeah, what yeah, yeah. the fuck is going on, dude? He goes in to meet with somebody and there's like a puff of green or pink smoke or something. And then uh-huh. this dude pops out and he's like, ha ha! Yeah. It's like, whoa! Yeah, it's like the fucking Coco Crisp wizard, wizard pops up. Mm-hmm. Oh! Um, speaking of. Or Cookie uh, Crispin. The AC, the AC Crispin novels. Yeah. Barnes and Noble just put, or is getting oh, ready yeah, to put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. All three books in one leather-bound set. Yeah. So if anybody wants those, check that out because that's going to be fucking awesome. I wish I could get that. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's fucking cool. beautiful. That just popped in, in my head. But yeah. God, Brian Daly died in 1996. Damn. Yeah. Did you see when those novels came out? 1979. The first one came out, or all three of them? All of them, I think. Damn. Um, oh yeah, I forgot he wrote a bunch of, uh, he wrote a bunch of the, uh, Robotech novelizations. Oh, um, they, he wrote it under actually the, the author's name on those books is not Brian Daly. It's Jack McKinney. Okay. It's a pen name that was written. That's, uh, it's a shared pseudonym between Brian Daly and James Luceno. Oh, they both wrote those books under the name Jack McKinney. Isn't that fucked oh. up? Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know they... Apparently they knew each other well then. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, he, he wrote the that. he wrote the tr- the novelization for Tron. Brian Daly did? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Han Solo Adventures. Han Solo at Star's End, 1979. Han Solo's Revenge, 1979. Han Solo and the Lost Legacy, 1980. Wow. So it probably they were probably done before Empire came out. Oh no! Publication date August nineteen eighty. So it came out. His last, his third book came out. Yeah, his third, his third book came out. Was that three months after Empire Strikes Back came out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So yeah, so we're still talking about the era between like the era of like Splinter in the Mind's Eye. Oh yeah. Splinter of the Mind's Eye or whatever, where it's like, sure, why don't we just cut Darth Vader's arm off and throw him down a fucking pit and like basically have Luke and Leia fuck in the middle of this battle and it's all good, right? They're not gonna make another movie. Oh wait, they're making more movies? <laughs> yeah, it's that fucking weird time where People say, oh, there was there was nothing but the movies when there actually was shit. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't anything like a real effort from Lucasfilm to be like, no, this is how it all goes together. Even though we've talked ad nauseum about how like it, none of it really mattered to George, but they put a lot of effort into making it all make sense. So it was like well before Thrawn when it was just like, fuck it, just write a thing and put Star Wars... And Chewbacca. Exactly. Well, yeah, Chewbacca exactly. They they license they gave the license or sold the license to Random House or was it Random House? I don't know. Whatever, whatever book house it was for like the Star Wars name and the characters and stuff. And it's like, you want to write some books? Go fucking go for it. Give us money and mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want. And they did. And you know, some of it was pretty good and some of it was really shitty. Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't until yeah. It wasn't until the 90s when they when the Thrawn trilogy came out and they actually like I said they were know, like let's make this make sense right yeah and I still don't I mean we don't have to get into it again but I still don't think George cared I don't I don't think he was like but it was like um you know people in Lucasfilm it was just their job to like you know we're going to make this actually make sense but I don't know well, I, mean, I don't know that George was ever like oh I want this department to like keep these books in line and make them make sense. I'm sure he was kind of like, who gives a shit? I don't fucking care. These well, aren't my stories. Yes and no, because I mean, I don't know if we talked about it really in depth, but when they killed Chewie in the EU, like they had to get George's permission because George said, you can't do anything. And from what I heard, like they had the idea and they went to George and he was like, uh, I don't know about that. And they kind of convinced him. He was like, okay, let's do that. And then, you know, there was um, that one, what was it? It was that game that they did the novel and they did the comics and... Oh, Shadow of the... uh, Yeah, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, Shadow of the Empire. Yeah, that's another thing where it's like, George got real involved and that's that's part of the Legends official canon, but they said that's, what was it they called it, G-level canon? Because George was heavily involved with that. Right. Because he didn't think they'd ever make another movie, so it's like, fuck it, we're going to treat this like it is a movie. Right. So, I don't know. I think there was times when George was, like, balls deep into it, and then other times maybe not, but a lot of people seem to think that he didn't give a shit at all about it, which I don't think is true at all. Well, yeah, and it probably changed over time. He's just like anybody else. It's Yeah. You know, maybe he's got nothing else going on creatively, and he's like, fuck well, it, let's fuck it. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's do some shit with these books, and then... Then he's like, well, no, wait, let's just do some movies and fuck all these books. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure his opinions on it changed over time back and forth. Yeah. But like I said, you don't people seem to think he didn't give a shit at all. And you never really nobody really talks about the shit that clearly he did give a shit, you know? Yeah. Shit. There was something I wanted to mention before we moved on to something else. Oh, yeah. Uh, since we were on books real quick, uh, I wanted to tell everybody Pay attention to Twitter and uh, nerdblitz.com because I'm doing uh, book reviews now, which I didn't know if you've noticed, but those have been bringing in some views to the site. Yeah, I've noticed. And it's like, sweet. Especially the Indiana Jones one. 
The Spider-Man one hasn't lit up yet, but... Yeah, it's weird what actually gets views and what doesn't. Yeah. Like, what was it you posted a while ago? Was it the ACDC thing? Or no, it was a... I think it might have been a Scooby-Doo thing. Oh, yeah, it was the title of the um, Western. Yeah, it, like, blew up, like... Like, our well, site see, got that one, a whole bunch of views all of a sudden, like... The reason that was, I don't know if you remember, but that's because it for a hot minute, it was linked to the official Wikipedia page. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, for... Like I said, for a hot minute, it was linked to the official Wikipedia page as, like, the official link for um, the announcement of it. Oh, okay. And then somebody went in and pulled it down, and it was like, you fuckers, and linked <laughs> it to some other source, and was like, oh, That sucks. It does. You know what our um, highest viewed post is, though, don't you? Without looking. No. What is it? It was the pictures of Logan and our gear. Oh, no shit. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's got me. like a hundred fucking views or something. Huh. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but for us it is. Yeah, that's a lot for us. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to let people know. Uh, so far there's two up. Right now I'm reading the third book that I'll review. I'm not telling anybody what it is. I want it to be a surprise. Not even you. I want it to be a surprise. Hmm. Because it's going to be cool. Okay. But, yeah, um, so far there's an Indiana Jones one. So just go to nerdbliss.com and click on the uh, reviews tab in the top bar. And it'll be there, all of them. Anywho. Um, Speaking of uh, dead people. Okay, where are you going with this? Because <laughs> we were just talking about Brian Daly and how he died in 96. And God, yeah. It seems like so long. I mean, that's so long ago. It seems like it was just it not is? that long ago that I, he died. I, I still think of 96 as, you know, just a couple years ago, but it's what, 21 years ago now? I know. Almost 22? I know. For fuck's sake. But anyway, speaking of dead people. John Milo died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he was so old. He was fucking How like, old was he? He was like 89 or something. Damn. Yeah, I know. But he was the costume designer on Star Wars and Empire. Yeah. And then I was... Was he on Jedi? No, he didn't do Jedi. Oh, okay. It was, um... I forget why. I think he was... I think he was busy. I think he was on another movie or something. But he did costume design for Alien. I forget, there was another... Oh, Gandhi. The uh, uh, Ben Kingsley movie? Yeah. Okay. And... Oh, I forget. There's some other ones. I think I think he did it for Greystoke Legend of Tarzan. Speaking of uh, Gandhi, did you ever... I'm pretty sure you have. You've seen UHF, right? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, fake trailer in there for Gandhi 2. Um, Do you remember that? I forget. <laughs> Where Gandhi came back as like a badass action hero. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah. But sorry, I didn't mean to get off track. <laughs> but yeah, he was he was responsible for most of the, not necessarily the, the designs, but, um, well, I mean, he did design a lot of it, I think. The costumes and stuff and the look of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, it was. Say, like the iconic look of the characters. Yeah, like. Like, along with um, McQuarrie, like, he was instrumental in designing the look of everything, and especially, like, the military stuff, the, uh... 
Because he was, yeah, because he was like a super hardcore military uniform nerd, which I guess that's a thing. Um, uh, it is. And his his brother apparently was too, like an expert on military uniforms. Like, who the fuck studies that? That that's a weird, not a weird specialty, I guess. But like, I never really, I never, really, yeah, I never really thought of like. There's people out there who that's what that's what they do. They they study military u- uniforms and so. He was like he was like a big time expert on that, so that's one of the reasons why like the empire looks like looks like they do like like Nazi influenced yeah. uniforms and and all that and that and it's also um, if you ever get to read like that Star Wars costumed book, um, yeah, he's like in there a bunch. Like they talk to him a bunch, and you know, I think one of the things one of the things why he was so successful at at designing these costumes was that. He was an expert in that stuff, so that so he knew a lot of the the especially in the first Star Wars. Like they didn't have like a super huge budget or anything, right? So they didn't have a lot of costumes that were made, you know, that were just like made to order. They didn't have yeah, like a costume, they, so they would go to uh, like a costume. Yeah, they go. They? Yeah, they'd go to. I forget the name of the place in London, but it was a a really famous costume rental place for, for yeah. movies and theater and stuff like that that had been around for ages. So they'd have to go there and and say, hey, we want cost these kind of costumes, you know, and he'd have to go through and pick out the ones that would work the best. And then then they were able to, like, alter them because, like, George was, like, no zippers, no buttons, no nothing on the costumes, you know, no closures. Yeah, no um, fasteners. Yeah, you know, no fasteners. So, so then after... He, you know, he'd have to go through and like figure out how to hide the zippers and all this shit and like all that stuff. But I think one of the things that made him so good at this was, you know, he knew what kind of uniforms to ask for. You know what I'm saying? Like he could see in his mind what he wanted and he knew what it was called and knew. Yeah. You know, and I was reading uh, just this little, ex- I think it might have actually been an excerpt from that costume book, but it was in the the article talking about his death was like they had like $1700 or something to build the Darth Vader costume and so that's kind of impressive yeah so he used like his knowledge of world war 1 trench armor i guess like armor that the soldiers and stuff would wear in world war 1 because i guess they were still doing yeah. that at the time was like actually wearing literally like shoulder armor and stuff like that and then incorporating God, like nazi helmet the flare of the nazi helmets and stuff and yeah it's just really interesting it was um yeah it was a real bummer yeah like i said earlier i start to you privately i saw that this morning at like fucking three in the morning or some shit posted on jedi news mm-hmm. and i was like oh i bet he he knows who this dude is because i mean i've i gotta be honest i've never heard of the dude I'd never heard his name before. Yeah, I'd I'd heard his name before, but it wasn't until I read that costume book that I that it really. Well, that's what I mean because I I know that you had that book and like we've talked about it before, and you got real deep into it and shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! I bet he he knows who this dude is because I don't know who he is. And I was like, I'm gonna send it to him. And I was like, nah, fuck it. He's probably already knows. Yeah. And he sent it to me at like fucking six o'clock, and I was like, oh shit! I thought you know about this earlier. <laughs> no. But yeah, that was yeah, a, that was a bummer because it's like that's another one of the pillars of of that movie. Like, there's George, there was 
Ralph McQuarrie and John Milo and John Williams. That's like, that's like the four corners of, well, and I guess like John Dykstra, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Like strong pillars that held it up. Yeah. Um, I guess real quick, let's mention, uh, Fats Domino died too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, who, oh fuck. Who was the other dude? Uh, he was from here. Who was he? I can't think of his fucking name. Benson. Oh, Robert, Robert Guillaume. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's fucked up. You said, uh, the costume dude, he was 89, you say? 86. Yeah. I looked it up. He's 86. 86. For a minute there, it was like 87, or 89-year-olds need to watch out because Benson was fucking 89. Fats Domino was 89. Yeah. I was like, shit, 89-year-olds need to watch out because they're coming for you. Yeah, that's crazy that Benson was that old. Yeah. God, I loved Benson. Benson was such a good show. And then... I don't remember watching it. Oh, it was so good. It was, it's like dated and kind of cheesy now, but... Everything is. That just that character of Benson was awesome. And it was even better on Soap. Have you ever watched Soap? I've seen a bit of it, but not... I've never, like, sat down and watched a fucking season or something. Oh, my God. You gotta watch, like, the first... The first season... It starts to fall apart, like... I'm not sure if it's the second season or the third season, but it starts to fall apart. Um, But, like, the first season is... It's fucking gold. Yeah, that's the show that gave us Billy Crystal, isn't it? Billy Crystal is a gay dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh, God, it was so it was so good. Catherine Hellman was in it. Mona from uh, Who's the Boss? I don't fucking know, dude. Um, Richard Mulligan. <laughs> fucking. Uh, oh, the dude from Empty Nest. Yeah. And fucking the uh, oh, the dad from Blossom was in it. Blossom. That's a uh, Mayim Bialik show. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. The, the dad from that show was in it. He was Billy Crystal's yeah. brother and uh, okay. Richard Mulligan's sons. I think they might have been stepsons. Not sure, but it was it was just it was great. It was great, and like it was the two it was the two sisters. Um, the one was married to Richard Mulligan, and the other one was married to uh, oh I forget the guy's name, but you'd know him if you saw him. And so, yeah. so the one Richard Mulligan was a construction worker, so they were kind of more working class and then the the other the sister was married to like this rich dude so they were more upper class and their uh butler was benson okay and that dude didn't give a fuck dude he would tell people off like he was their servant or quote servant yeah but dude he would fucking just crucify them with some of his uh (laughs) like remarks it was fucking badass you fucking witty motherfucker and shit. Yeah, and then poor Richard Mulligan. He's got one gay son. He's got one son who's like trying to be in the uh like trying to be in the mafia, I think. Or like a, a gangster, like a criminal. And then yeah. uh and then his other son is the the dude with the ventriloquist dummy, uh Chuck and Bob. Okay. The the dummy's name was Bob. His son's name was Chuck, but he had this this dummy that he carried with him all the time, and it was like a, another person. So this guy is a famous ventriloquist. Um, you don't hear much of him anymore, but like in the seventies and eighties, he was he was pretty famous, and uh, he would literally like he was basically like two characters in one. Like he was he's playing Chuck. This kind of like almost like the ventriloquist in Batman, like. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like the the ventriloquist is kind of mousy and 
you know. Yeah, meek little fuck. Yeah, and then the dummy is like just this fucking lewd, just asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Did Richard Mulligan look like fucking Dracula back then, too? Uh, I mean. Because on Empty Nest, he looked like an aging Dracula. I mean, he looked practically the same as he did on Empty Nest. Okay, okay so then yeah, he did. He looked I mean, like his hair was his hair was Dracula. more silver and not as white as, or more gray and not as white as in Empty yeah. Nest. But otherwise, he looked about the same. Did they slick his hair back and shit too, though? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So his he hairstyle did. was the like same. Fucking Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, because Empty Nest is on Laugh, this new comedy channel that's on where they play a lot of old sitcoms like that. Like, yeah. that 70 shows on there, Drew Carey's on there, Grace Under Fire, Roseanne. Yeah. Empty Nest was a good show, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watch it, and it, I, every time I see him, though, it's like, blah. <laughs> With the Christy McNichols. Yeah. Is she the one that's like, daddy? Or is that the other one? Uh... Because I, I hate her voice. No, I think that's the other one. The redhead. Is like, Daddy, can we do this? I'm like, fuck off, I hate you. No, Christy McNichol's more the tomboyish one. Okay, yeah, she was the cop. Yeah. Gotcha. And they had a third sister that came in when she left. Oh, they did? I don't remember that. Yeah, a younger sister. And of course. And Paul Provenza was on that show, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> random i know but anywho fucking really random <laughs> yeah but anyway rest in peace john Mallow. and everybody else yeah and everybody else who's died <laughs> the other fucking 74 people we mentioned that kicked the bucket um did you want to talk about the netflix marvel yeah, stuff or you if you want to go there yeah 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 i've recently i've finally been able to dive deep into the marvel netflix shit yeah now we can really yeah. get into some shit yeah at least the beginning of some shit yeah but unlike unlike me who's who's loved well not love but i've really enjoyed like most of what i've seen you hit a wall pretty quick i did and i i expected it going in but yeah, i was really surprised that... though I, I was surprised i thought you would like that more I did too, but hang on, let's get there. Okay. I watched, because I'm trying to watch them in the order they came out. Right. Because I figured it's best that way. Yeah, probably. There is there is some overlap and some references. Not a ton, but just some. I was impressed, jumping ahead just for a second, in like the fucking seven, eight episodes of Jessica Jones that I've watched. Mm -hmm. I was impressed with how much they actually referenced some of the shit that happened in the movies. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can't remember specifically, but, like, they talk about shit happening. More so than just, like, yeah, you know, the guy, or the incident, the Battle of New York. More than just that type of shit, which is what they did in the first The first season of Daredevil, of, uh, yeah. Dev yeah, Daredevil. But, yeah, getting back to Daredevil, um, I watched those first 13, and it was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. I know. Like, from the jump. Because I've slowly been watching them since, like, what, May? Yeah. Or, yeah, I think May. April, May, somewhere in there. Because I was able, at first, to watch, like, two episodes a month. And then a couple months, like, the internet would go real slow. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't eat it up as fast. So it's like, fuck it, I'm watching four. Mm -hmm. And then, 
I think it was the month before last. I ended up watching like fucking six of them in one month, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome." <laughs> and Daredevil just kept getting better and better. It and does. Better. It really does. Were you like me? Did you did you kind of have a problem with the Dread Pirate Roberts costume at first? See, when I watched it, I I, I kind of had like I was like, "Oh, this looks kind of lame," but then. As the show went on, I got more into that costume, just the black bandana and the... Yeah. I was like, oh, I kind of like it. And then by the time he actually got the Daredevil costume, I was like, you know, I actually like the other costume better. <laughs> well, Cause that, yes that version, Because that version one costume was a little fucking janky. Do they use that at all in the no, second setup? I, I don't think so. Well, I think they do like the first, the first episode, episode and a half. Okay. I think after his first run in with Punisher, um okay. it goes away and they gets a new one. Okay. Well, at first I was like this looks retarded. I mean, all of this is awesome and it's well written and it's well acted and the fights are amazing, but this suit looks retarded. And like you, yeah. As it went on, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. The 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 headband, the The original. Yeah. Yeah. The first costume. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's not bad. I, at the end of it, I wasn't like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. But it's like, it's a cool costume. And then when they brought in the second costume, it was like, well, I like that better because it's more, when I think of Daredevil, it's sort of that look. Yeah. And you, in that in that finale episode, you don't really get a great look at it, so right. I couldn't see a lot of the flaws. Yeah, I kind of bumped up against the black and red, yeah. the contrasting colors. It was kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. That looks... Yeah, I didn't like that costume in the comics either that had the black and red and almost looked Deadpoolish. Oh, did he actually have a costume like that at one point? I I don't know. I would have to see the costume from the finale of the first set. But yeah, he did at one point have a costume that was mostly black with a little red in it. So I don't know if like that's an exact rip from that, but yeah, he did have a costume like that. Hmm. And I don't remember if it was like Ultimates or what, but that I don't think that costume lasted long. Yeah. See, for me, it looked a little too much like armor. You know what I mean? The 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 different yeah, colors. Yeah, yeah. It looked more I, like I totally armor plates that. than. So it was more. Oh like, yeah, eh. it totally did. Uh, yeah, I can agree with you on that because Fisk's suits were armored. Right. But he was wearing armor. Right. It's not like he was wearing a fucking t-shirt that was armored like Fisk was, basically. Yeah, it was like the lining of his suit was. Mm-hmm. Had some kind of armor in it that couldn't get a blade through or something. Yeah, it was weaved into the fabric of all of his suits and shit. Yeah. Which, fucking Fisk, holy shit. I know. I know, I told you, it was like, there's a couple moments in, in this, and I and I was really hoping you wouldn't have it spoiled for you, because I knew it was going to take you a while to get to him, but I was really hoping you would not read any spoilers or anything, because they are like such a shock when they yeah. happen. And I'm not even talking about, like, the car door cutting the dude's head off, because, I mean, that was spoiled for me before I even saw it. And I watched it, like, you know, with within a week of it. Well, that car door thing, that was fucked up, because when I watched that, I was like, dude, that was fucked up and brutal. And you're like, <laughs> it gets worse. And I was like, how the fuck can it get yeah. worse than somebody getting their head chopped off with a fucking car door, oh, dude? Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, it does. And not necessarily in the, the, uh, the way, the method of of it but like the intensity of and the, and the shock of people getting killed is like whoa 
that was brutal because he was using a fucking car door. It's like when he gets hands on, yeah. it's even more brutal. Yeah, that was that was the big part. I mean, that was the the big shock of the season uh, for me was when he got Ben Urich at the end, and I was like, oh, yeah, because the whole time I'm like, oh, somebody's gonna save him, somebody's gonna stop this yeah. before he. Act- and it was like, holy shit, he. Well, fucking when he started ragdolling him. him, and it's like Matt's gonna show up. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, Matt. oh, I was like, somebody, yeah, somebody's gonna save him. Where's Matt at, uh-huh. dude? And it was like, oh my god, Matt. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, he really yeah. killed him. That's fucking crazy. You, you know why they did that, right? Why? Because that the dude who played Ben had a got a, a series regular job on another show. Oh no shit! That's why they had to kill him off. Yeah, so they were just like, "Fuck it, let's kill him." Oh, that was such a fucking ballsy move, though, and like such a an unexpected turn, and and it makes and it makes his character so much more intimidating and menacing. Like, oh fuck yeah, because he was ragdolling the motherfucker. Oh yeah, he went fucking full private pile on him, dude. Like the look in his mm-hmm. eye and his face. And it, it just go. He goes from completely calm to like, now I'm gonna kill you. And then he just jumps mm-hmm. up and fucking grabs him like a horror movie monster. It was crazy. When, when I saw that, do you remember my message to you? Uh, no. Cause that was the finale, right? No, that was the that wasn't even the finale. That was the one. Be, that was the episode before. It ended with that. Oh, okay. So it was the penultimate. Yeah, episode yeah. The first set. Okay. Well, I, I remember after I saw that, and then with that bridge scene in the finale, bridge those scene. two, it was like, you know, after uh, Kingpin, where him and uh, Daredevil meet up for the first time, face-to-face or whatever. Oh, when they fight at the end in the in the finale? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the end. Yeah. yeah. But when he killed Ben, it was like, holy shit, dude. Right now, all I want to see, because it was after we had seen Homecoming. Yeah. It was like, all I want to see is him fighting fucking Spider-Man and Spider-Man beating the shit out of him, calling him Tubby. Yeah. Because you know Kingpin could take those hits. After all that shit he did, mm-hmm. you know he could take those hits. Yep. Yeah, they definitely built him into a monster. Fucking A. So, like, just Spider-Man crawling over him like he did Lizard in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie and beating the shit out of him, webbing him. Trying to trip him up and shit, mm-hmm. smacking him, calling him Tubby. It's like, that's what I want most in life right now mm-hmm. from comic, TV, movies, web shit, whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's so awesome and it would be amazing. Yep. And it really is It really is crazy and well done how they built his character into such, uh, on the one hand, kind of sympathetic character like oh this guy's all fucked up yeah. and i feel kind of bad for him. And then he kills ben yurik and you're like fuck this guy fuck this mm-hmm. guy kill this guy i don't care about his fucking psychological damage and his daddy issues fuck this right bad bitch. right but the other um but then the other big shocker was the karen page um wesley thing where she where she kills uh Kingpin's right hand man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was a shocking yeah. like twist. Like I didn't think that was gonna happen either. Uh uh-uh. uh. Where she got the drop on him and, and he's like he's yeah. like, Oh yeah, right, like you're gonna shoot bang and she fucking puts a bullet right in his fucking head. It was like Yeah, Whoa! And he just slumps back. Uh huh. Yeah, that was fucked up. And I like how they, they allude to her like secret past and shit. So you yeah. know you know it's gonna come back just like in the uh the Kevin Smith run of Daredevil where she went yeah. off to be a porn star or something. Yeah, and apparently she's going to be in Punisher and they're going to... Are they going to get into it? 
I, I think they're going to reveal a bit of that type of shit yeah. of her past. And then yep. once you see her again in the next set of Daredevil episodes, it's going to be like, oh, uh-huh. you're going to know her dirty laundry. Mm hmm. The one thing I will say about the first set of Daredevil, though, is like it felt like it was an episode or two or two too long. Oh, really? You think it was? Yeah, if it, it, it felt like they took a little too long to get to that to get to the suit and to get to the end of it. And I'm not like bitching about it. Yeah. I guess they, they did spend, a, I think maybe a little too much time with, with Kingpin's associates like that. Uh, yeah. Um, the old lady and yeah, but I mean, the old lady comes the back. Dude who fucked him over. Yeah. The, oh, in the next set, does she? Oh yeah. She comes back. She's in, uh, she's, she comes, she's around all the way to defenders. She's in the defenders too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's not she's not entirely what she seems. Like I think huh. she's a little um I think she's going to end up fitting more into like a Doctor Strange scenario. Like I think I think she's maybe a little supernatural or a little uh Oh, a mystic. mystical, yeah. Mm, yeah makes sense. But yeah, she's in the next season of Daredevil. I believe. I liked the uh, reveal on her too where like she figured out that kingpin was just bullshitting her and he knew how to speak mandarin or whatever yeah yeah that was pretty badass Mm-hmm. oh and what's what was his lady's name was it veronica vanessa vanessa that's it she fucking turned quick too didn't she oh fuck yeah dude she was like from like a little meek art fucking freak mm, nerd yep. into like let's kill them all wilson that was fucking unexpected. Now, when you get into the second season, which I'm almost there, I it's not a. I don't think this is a spoiler to say that Kingpin does show up. Oh no, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. But and dude, breaking news: he's gonna be in the third set too. Yeah, but uh, there is a there is a scene much like the Ben Yurick scene and a lot of the scenes in the first season where you're like, God damn, this guy's fucking scary. There's a scene in in the second season where Murdoch goes to meet with him in prison. Okay. That's like, holy shit, this guy is fucking scary. <laughs> but huh. it was it was like super fucking intense, dude. I was like, oh my god. You sent me a YouTube video of Frank's hallway in the prison. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah, that's that's the point where it's like, yeah, this is the Punisher. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because up until then, you're like, what is this? I don't know if this is really... I don't know whether I like this guy as Punisher. I don't know if this character is... But it's really like a slow burn, like, up until that point. Like, they're kind of building him from... Kind of almost kind of almost like they did with Kingpin, where it was like... He's kind of... You know, you see what he's supposed to be at the beginning. You know, and then they kind of build him up all season a little bit to to be like... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but it takes a while to get there. Just like with Kingpin to where, to where you, to where you see the full potential of like how fucking dark this dude is or or what kind of a fucking animal he is. Yeah. It's not until about that point where you're like, Oh yeah, I fucking, I need more Punisher. (laughs) I need more of this Punisher. Yeah. And this month we're going to get it. We sure are. (sighs) 
God, I hope it's fucking Those good. Those trailers look so... Oh, I don't hope. I know. It, I mean, it's got to be good, right? It looks so fucking yeah, good. It's... There's a part of me that wants to jump ahead of all the other bullshit. And just oh, no, that. don't do it. Don't do it. At least, I know, at I least, don't want to, but it's like, come on. At least watch that second season of Daredevil so that you get... Oh, yeah, that I would just to get yeah. the setup. Now, you could probably jump ahead after that because I don't think... I don't think Luke Cage or Iron Fist or Defenders is probably going to have much to do with that Punisher series. Was he even in those? No. He wasn't in Defenders then? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't watched all the episodes. I've only watched like okay. half of them. But I, I don't think he showed up. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Cause, like the movies, Thor, two, or Thor 3 dropped in fucking the UK this week. Yeah. I've already seen, like, three major spoilers from that. But the Netflix shit, I don't see many spoilers from that. Yeah, they really don't talk about them that much. And, like, when they first drop, they'll fucking spoil the shit out of it all in, like, one article. And then after that, it's like, they don't talk about it no more. Nobody, nobody... Well, I mean, I don't mean, like, articles. I mean people on Twitter. They they don't really talk about oh, okay. the shit that happens, and they don't spoil it. Like... I mean, with Daredevil, everybody was like, oh, the hallway, the hallway, the hallway. But nobody was, like, going deep into it unless you sought it out, like you said with Kev. He went into it and was talking about it. Yeah. But it was just, like, this buzzword, the hallway. <gasps> the hallway. But, like I said, I've seen three spoilers of people that are in Thor 3 and things that happen in Thor 3. Hmm. Already. And it's been out in the UK for like 48 hours-ish. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know why there's the disconnect with the Netflix shit, but there is. So, hmm. yeah, I really don't have to worry about spoilers with that. Hmm. But um, moving on to Jessica Jones. Yeah. Ugh. Didn't like it, did you? No, it's not that I hated it or didn't like it or anything. It's just I really don't like Kristen Ritter. Yeah, she's an acquired taste. She's got one of those faces that it's like, I want to slap her so hard. Yeah, it it yeah, it yeah, took me a couple episodes to get to get into her. But then once I did, I was like, oh, yeah, I like I like her. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm eight episodes in. I haven't reached that point. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen then. No, it's not. <laughs> but how fucking but creepy like, is Kilgrave? I was going to say, I'm to the point where, like, uh, David Ten Tennant's showing up every episode, and it's like, oh, I want more of this guy. Oh, yeah, he's fucking creepy as shit, dude. He's, he's like, he's right up there with Kingpin. Like, when I saw him, I was like, how can they fucking make another villain that's this fucking good right after Kingpin? Yeah. But they do it? Yeah. He's, like, Because, yeah. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't consider him that good, but he is good. Are you to the point where they, they've gone back and shown their history? Um, I think so. Like, she she was in the house with him, and they she locked him up in that soundproof room and shit. So, yeah, part of it. And, like, you know, they revealed how crazy his parents were with those experiments. Oh, got, yeah, okay, gotcha. So, I've, I've gotten to that part, and, like, I know all the... A bit about, like, how he's controlled her and shit. Yeah. Like that. 
I'm in the middle of an episode now that I had to stop because, like, the data started going fast this month. Mm, okay. So I had to cut back, but yeah. I, let me see if I can pull it up and see which episode I'm on. That way I can tell you and you might understand better where I'm at, you know? Mm-hmm. So what are you on? you think you're on episode nine? I, I'm either, like, halfway through episode eight or halfway through episode nine. I'm not sure exactly. So I've only got like four or five episodes left okay. of it. And then it's on to Daredevil 2. Oh, right. It's Daredevil 2 and then Luke Cage, right? Yeah, which the thing about that is before I really didn't give a fuck about Luke Cage because, I don't know, there's just, it didn't really seem like it would be my bag, you know? Yeah. But after watching Jessica Jones, he's like the best part of it other than... Kilgrave. Yeah, no, he's that show's good. I, I, I think you'll like that one better than Jessica Jones. Now that now that I know why you didn't like Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um, because Jessica Jones is not in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the he's... thing about Jessica Jones though is like I like the mystery and I like the story arc of it. It's just like I can't get behind her, man. Now Luke Cage is a little uneven. I thought like some of it's. Some of it's kind of like, mm, I don't know about this, but but then there are a lot of good parts, a lot of good stuff in it, and especially um, especially the bad guys. I really like the bad yeah. guys; they're really good. Like, and there's a couple couple kind of unexpected turns and twists later on, and then yeah, that I'm yeah, fuck, I can't say anything without spoiling it. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what though the thing I am dreading is Iron Fist and it's not because of the buzz where everybody's like this sucks I watched the first two episodes of Inhumans yeah holy shit that's terrible yeah I've I've not even watched any of it even the giant fucking puppy couldn't save it because they quickly got rid of Lockjaw mm-hmm. which I've said all along was the only reason that I was like holy shit Inhumans right once they got rid of Lockjaw, it's like, well, fuck this. It's boring. Right. And that was just a bunch of fucking dudes. A bunch of people running around look like regular normal people. Yeah. And like Medusa, because they're worried about the budget, they chopped her fucking hair off. So it's like, so there's no fucking point of having Medusa in this. Right. Yeah, it looks, it looks fucking terrible. Like I said, I saw the first two episodes. And as bad as everybody said Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was... I stuck through that. Oh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has some real gold in it. Yeah, but, uh, like, those first 13 episodes or whatever, the first season, Yeah, people were like, that is dog shit. It's terrible. And it's like, I don't know. It's fun to me. And I thought Inhumans might be the same way, but no. After those first two episodes, I haven't watched anything of it because it's terrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Iron Fist is that bad. Well, it's the same showrunner, and that's what worries me. Oh, it is the same showrunner? Oh, shit. Well, I've yeah, only... it's the same showrunner as Iron Fist and Inhumans. It's like, uh-uh. Yeah. Well, I, I've only watched, like, two, two episodes of Iron Fist, I think, so I'm, like, barely into it at all. Okay. Um, so you've been jumping around. Well, yeah, I guess I, guess I, skipped, the, I skipped most of Iron Fist and went for Defenders instead. Which people have said that Iron Fist is pretty cool in Defenders. Yeah. Yeah, he seems better. In, like, 
yeah, he seems better in defenders, but I guess it's the problem I have with Iron Fist right now is that it's kind of boring at the moment because yeah. like it's just all set up and and not very much ass kicky. It's more yeah. too much talky well, I mean, talky. That's and... the problem with Inhumans. It's just talky talky, boring bullshit. Yeah, and it's like, are we gonna do anything besides talk? Right. But apparently they're not. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently they don't have the budget to do anything but talk. Which apparently the head of IMAX was like, look guys, we're sorry. I know, I saw that. They're like, <laughs> yeah, we got fucked on that. And it's like, why couldn't you do it with a fucking better show? Like, p- put the first fucking two episodes of the next set of Daredevil in there in IMAX. That would be cool. But apparently they don't want to. Well, I'm guessing uh, Netflix probably don't want them to. Well, I mean, why not? You don't think that'd be a good teaser for them? Mm. And as big a following as the fucking Netflix shit has, you don't think people would turn up for that? Yeah. For the chance to see it on a big screen? Yeah, probably. You're probably right. That seems like the obvious choice. Why put money into this dog shit? Well, that's why they were trying to hype it up. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm like a quarter of the way into the Netflix Marvel shit, and it's like, okay... I can see why everybody digs on this mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. It's living up to the hype. Mm-hmm. And also, I can tell you this, I've been watching uh, the original Pokemon series on Netflix, too. Have you? Yeah, and it's like, oh, I missed this. Yeah, by the way, my kid thinks that your profile should be his, because, it, because <laughs> it's a picture of, like, Captain America, or a superhero. Okay. The, yeah. the the avatar on the... Yeah, we haven't talked about that on the pod, have we? What? That one point they signed into my thing. Yeah. And I started freaking out. Because <laughs> it was like a week or two after you're like, ooh la la. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. Yeah, nobody said that. I never did that. Um, Moving on. But it was like a week after I got Netflix. Yeah. I went in to watch it one month and all of a sudden there's this weird shit in there. And it's like, oh shit, he trusted me with this stuff. And oh, fuck. <laughs> the second he fucking lets Ooh la la gets hacked god damn it he's gonna have to go in and change all of his shit and then i said something to you and you were like or no i was like oh wait, no these are all kids shows he's got kids oh thank god and yeah. i said something to you and you're like yeah he the kid let me know and i was like oh uh yeah that's not your profile kid and he was like okay mm-hmm. but i was freaking out <laughs> hardcore dude yeah he he thinks that should be his because it's a superhero <laughs> on it. And Jennifer says he's gone into it before, and he's like, these aren't kid shows. Mommy, why is the Scottish man saying fuck all the time? Because <laughs> I started to watch uh, Craig Ferguson's Netflix special. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, like, the warning popped up to say that the data was going fast. And I was like, motherfucker, I guess I won't watch this. <laughs> but, yeah. I... St- it, that did. That scared me so much, dude. You have no fucking clue. Because, <laughs> like I said, you were like, uh, just make sure you don't do nothing fucking dumb, like go into my shit or whatever. And I was like, okay, I won't. Well, yeah, I just didn't want you to, because you can see Fuck like up my, anything. Yeah, yeah, you can see like my billing information and shit. Not that you would do anything with it, but no. But yeah, I understood. But yeah, I was like, oh fuck. The second he gives it to me, it goes to shit. <laughs> He's going to hate me. And then it's like, oh, wait, he's got kids, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but you have so much more to look forward to. Oh, in the networks in the Netflix world. Oh yeah. Netflix Marvel and world. Last month they gave us 15 gigs of data, so I should be able to get through a bit more. Yeah. I just got to stay away from Pokémon. <laughs> Cuz I've been saying for a couple years now I was like, god damn, I wish I could see those original episodes again because I really dug those when I was little. Yeah. Well, now you can. And once they broke past like the one the original 150 or 152 or whatever it was and they started adding all these other weird characters in, I was like, fuck this. The first series in the Orange League shit, I know I'm talking Chinese to you, but yeah, it's good stuff. I know a little bit because my, my kids liked it, but... I was going to say, you would think you would know it because your kids, I know for a while, were into it. Yeah, I know a little bit, but not not a lot. You're like, fuck your stupid digi-pokey fuckball shit, asshole. Yeah, now that my little one's getting a little older, I might be able to get out the cards again and start playing. Oh, yeah. Because my, my oldest was starting to like to play Pokemon card game and then yeah. the little one came along and now we can't put the cards out on the table to play the game because as soon as we do then it's grabby 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 time yeah and so we had to put the cards away for a while but you might be able to get away with it now we had Game Boy Colors and uh I played Pokemon Red yeah on Game Boy Color yeah and it's fucked up I was watching uh a bit of that on there mm-hmm and it's so fucked up to hear the songs from the game <laughs> weaved into the shows. And it's like, oh my god, this is so much childhood right here. Oh, I love this so much. Yeah, It's like a fucking warm hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good shit. Um, I think we're about out of time. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to acknowledge it because fuck it, I want to. There should be a change in sound quality, too, because at the beginning of the episode, I was downstairs, and now I'm upstairs. Oh, yeah. You get to be back in your actual studio again. Yeah, seamless. Back in the fucking... Back in the halls of Nut Blitzdom! Yeah, no more clanking of dirty dishes being washed, or... Heavy-ass skillets being slammed on the stove, mm-hmm. and you don't get to hear Boots fucking come over to the mic anymore and go, because she's got a piss. Mm-hmm. At least not until next year. Yep. Uh, but yes, it's nice to be back up here in my fortress of solitude. Yep. Maybe by next year we'll be rich and we'll have a different setup. Yeah. Next year we'll be rich and we'll have our fucking private studio where we can go meet up and record in nice, quiet, mm-hmm. and get us a sexy-ass TV in there to do our commentaries. Yep. That's, that bugs me when we do the commentaries and, like, the dog comes up and she's, mm, mm. And it's like, Boots, go the fuck away. We're trying to record. And you can't cut it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Or when kids come and want to talk to you in the middle of this this thing that you can't stop doing. But hey, it makes it interesting. Yeah. It's real It's real life, guys. It's what happens. Yeah, we keeps it real, yo. Um, so do you have a fuck this shit? Mm, nope. I did not come prepared with nope. a fuck this shit. I didn't either, but I'm, I was trying to rack my brain real quick because I'm always pissed off about something to see if I could uh, come up with something, but I guess we can skip that this week, too. Just like 39, we're just skipping all the normal segments and bullshitting about random shit. I don't know. I like Not it. Not bad. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It gives us more time to get into the content. Yeah. You know what? Here, this is what we'll do. We'll throw up a poll. Let us know if you want the regular segments all the time, or sometimes we can do them when we feel like doing them, and sometimes we don't have to do them. Because, like, 
fuck this shit. I think we could just make that decision on our own right now. I was trying to oh. get people involved. Okay, sorry. We'll make the decision. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. Yeah, put up a poll. Let's put up a poll. Let, yeah. let people vote on a poll. Let's do that. Um. So, yeah, let's do thank yous and then get the fuck out of here, right? Alrighty. Okay. As always, our thank yous go to at the J Sarge for doing our music. Um, at Sherry Says for doing our logo. And at JP Montgomery for taking them pictures of Logan. And maybe we'll be doing something with her again sometime. Not sure yet. And our new thank you every episode goes to at Looking for Eight for doing the Knights of Not Blitzdom logo. Which, again, we talked about it earlier, but that brings me so much joy. I love that so much. Because <laughs> thinking about it now, it wasn't intended to be, but sort of it is like a fuck you. I'm going to prove you that it proved you it can be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Because, like I said, you fucking made fun of me that first time. It was like, this is a thing now. Uh-huh. When I tweeted well, it. Well, guess it what? Like, it really is a thing, a thing now. Yeah, and it's awesome. <laughs> Check out all of her stuff. Like, you can see art she's done for different books. I know the art from my YouTube videos is up there. Probably this logo's up there, too. Go to her site, uh, com and look at all the shit she's done. She, I'm not fucking kidding. She is a great artist like really detailed and she does cool things like the love and war art she took a picture she added a bunch of extra shit and then like the um uh soldier she added this texture effect which i'm sure it's probably simple but i don't care it looked awesome (laughs) and blows my mind because i can't do it yeah but she did this texture effect on his uniform so you could actually see like threads in it and it was fucking genius so yeah go there and see that because it's awesome Go to iTunes and rate and review us. Apparently that helps. And right now we've only got like five uh, ratings, but it's five stars all the way. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. We're batting a thousand. Yeah. Um, so go to iTunes and leave reviews and shit. But iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're part of the High Altitude Podcast Network at highaltpod.net. And find everything we do at nerdblitz.com. Search Nerdblitz on YouTube. We've got all the episodes up there. We've got... Um, all the commentaries, main show, and book club. Um, there's swear reels and all kinds of fun shit there. Just search Nerd Blitz on YouTube and find the one that's us. Again, go to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash shop and get fucking anywho, doom, just jump to the end, main show, commentaries, and now the Knights of Nerd Blitzdom logos all on merch and look fucking sexified. Go to tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com and get the Camping Trip and Nerd Blitz Pilot Trio. There's going to be something new there soon. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's going to be there soon, and we're going to start talking about that. Before the end of the year, for sure, we'll be talking about it. Hopefully it'll be released in December, January, February, somewhere in there, but yeah. I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are... At Fitzman73. And together we're at Nerd Blitz Pod. Is there... Anything fucking else we need to talk about? Mm, nope. There is, but we can't get to it. Right. <laughs> right, but I feel like I say um, that every week, so 
I just, I just, yeah. I just went with no. Yeah, I, I figured I'd say it for once. I'll just lie and say no. Yeah, I didn't even talk about the because I was waiting until you get it, until I can get it to you. But the Knights of the Fifth Dimension, the Walt Flanagan. Oh book. yeah, you know what? Next next episode, let's tease this. Next week, next episode, we're gonna talk all comics. Okay. Because we've got that, we've got the Metro preview to talk about, and I finally got the Dan Shamble comic that I told you guys about in thirty seven. Right. So let's talk about all three of those and knock them out. Okay. Instead of fucking pushing it off and being like, we should talk about this. Okay. We can uh, we can talk about Marvel Legacy number one, too. That, that okay, one yeah, shot. Yeah. I don't think we talked about that, did we? Uh, You mentioned it mm. when you were talking about metal, but we never really got into it. Oh, okay. I guess that's it. Bye. Uh, I don't remember if this is the old man voice I used at the beginning because that was like three hours ago. But fuck it. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it, you goddamn bastards. Get off my fucking lawn! Fucking kids. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.